Welcome to the HR Chat Show, one of the world's most downloaded and shared podcasts designed for HR pros, talent execs, tech enthusiasts, and business leaders. For hundreds more episodes and what's new in the world of work, subscribe to the show, follow us on social media, and visit hrgazette.com. Welcome to another episode of the HR Chat Show. I'm your host today, Bill Bannum, and joining me on this episode is Inga Slorikowska, Product Manager of the Focus Audit Tool over at Scribadec Poland. The Focus Audit Tool is a result of more than 25 years of experience on the language solutions market, and it's a platform that allows users to assess language competence of candidates and employees from over 30 languages, uh, fully online from anywhere in the world at any time of the day or night. And I am having this interview with Inga today because she's a super awesome person who I met in Paris just a couple of weeks ago uh, ahead of Unleash. We just randomly met in the cafe um, <laughs> before Paris, before uh, Unleash got, got underway and we hit it off and I said, why didn't you come on my pod? And here we are, Inga. Lovely to chat to you today. Hi, Bill. Thank you for having me. So beyond my reintroduction there, Inga, why don't you take a minute or so and uh, tell our listeners a bit more about yourself and what you get up to? Uh, I have a story of working at university with um, teaching students uh, many things about marketing, PR, product management, and all things like that. Uh, and after that, uh, I moved to uh, work at Skrivanek, uh, where, uh, as you mentioned, uh, I uh, manage a platform uh, with uh, language audits. Uh, so on every day, we help many companies around the world uh, find the best candidates, uh, find the best employees uh, with great language skills. Um, and we do it on everyday basis, um, helping, supporting them uh, with, with also many other language solutions. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the HR Chat Show. IEA training provides professional development to a changing workforce with changing needs. And we're proud to support this episode of the HR Chat Podcast. IEA offers lots of courses, webinars, and on-demand training to meet our students where they are and help them reach their goals. We're proud of our contribution to better risk analysis and high operating standards in the industry. Learn more at ieatraining.org. And now, back to the conversation. Okay, very good. Thank you very much. So as I mentioned just a moment ago, we did meet in beautiful Paris a couple of weeks ago as we record this today. Um, and we were both attending Unleash. Uh, we were in this lovely cafe, just uh, only about 10 minutes walk from the conference center. And uh, I was chatting away to various people there. And, uh, and then you and I got chatting and uh the conversation started to flow and then of course the question was why why are you here and i said well i'm here for a conference called unleash and you said no way so am i uh what are what are the chances and then we hit it off even more and i think maybe we had one too many to drink before the event got started that night um so why, why were you there what, what were your what were your main aims for, for attending unleash uh, first of all, we wanted to uh, see what are uh, current HR trends with uh, techni technical solutions and also to see if uh, maybe there is some 
of our competence uh, there uh, and mostly for for networking, meeting people like you before and uh, chatting uh, about their needs. Uh, maybe at the end finding some someone who will like to partner with us, uh, who will also find uh, find our solutions. Uh, that it's something that that they need. Uh, so uh, like uh, combining all those things uh, in one was like the the main goal. Okay, and why specifically Unleash? What what is it about that event series that, that appealed to you and appealed to the company? Uh, I think we found it like one of the biggest, if not the biggest. Um, HR related uh, event uh, that is focused on technologies uh, and and many solutions uh, with uh, many options uh, for for networking for meeting people uh, not only from from the country where event is held but also from all over the Europe and uh, and all over the world so that was. Um, our like uh, main thing that that you know attract us to to choosing uh, Unleash. Okay, so how was Unleash for you then? Uh, what were the what were the big positives that you got from the event? And um, maybe you've got some suggestions for ways to make the event even better in the future. Uh, I think at first it was very big, loudly with very you know, a lot of sensors and everything. So when I just walked in there, it was like, wow, it's huge, many people there. Uh, places for exhibitions are, are very huge. Uh, so I first started to walk and just looking around uh, with amazed eyes. And uh, we was just like surprised uh, how well organized it is and uh, how many um, interactive things are on uh, each station, it, it was very surprising. And also very nice and positive thing was to find also smaller stands where uh, companies were more willing to uh, to talk freely without scheduling meetings. Um, but the whole idea about scheduling meetings was also great as, as uh, we could also uh, schedule a meeting with one of the companies that can help us the most with with our platform and we could have a chat and i don't think that uh, if not this event we would uh, ever met or like thought about them uh so uh, that was uh, really cool um as for suggestions uh i would say that um, maybe uh uh options for some little bit quiet places to to talk as sometimes uh it was difficult to to find it like with uh, the smaller stands where you have sometimes one two people and music playing all the time and a difficulty it was sometimes difficult to uh to, to talk to each other and hear each other well uh but other than that it was super experience and i would recommend uh, to anyone to go there at least one 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 in their in their career thanks for tuning in to the hr chat podcast if you're enjoying this episode 
We'd really appreciate it if you could subscribe and leave a five-star review on your podcast platform of choice. And now, back to the conversation. Okay, okay, thank you very much. Sounds like you should go to Unleash America as well and check that one out. Um, okay, let, let's uh, let's now talk a little bit about what you guys get up to and uh, why it's important. Firstly, what are language audits and, and what makes focus special? Uh, so the idea behind language audits is to go beyond uh, regular language tests, uh, typical certificates, uh, and to focus on specific skills, uh, not only as divided into grammar, vocabulary, reading, listening, writing, or speaking, but also to adapt them to company's needs. Uh, So uh, instead of uh, having a very big exam that takes uh, sometimes even two days to get a certificate, um, uh, language audits are more focused on uh, real use of the language. Uh, And uh, in our case, uh, we build a platform just for that. Uh, So everything is designed just for the purpose of uh, doing language audits. Uh, We build it as one of the first in, in Poland, uh, and as we lately checked, one of the first in Europe. Uh, so um, we are developing it, of course, all the times. Uh, we are always adapting it to companies' needs. Uh, so uh, it is uh, very easy to check if a candidate or the employee has the language skills you need uh, at a given job, uh, and not in general if uh, she or sure they can just uh, communicate um, in the language uh, on like school level and that uh, most of us uh, had um, but uh, as I said more more into practical use and more focus on practical use uh, at the workplace okay very good what are what are some of the con- misconceptions about language audits? The first and biggest one is that it's equal to uh, like placement tests that you can find for free online uh, where you have uh, usually very similar questions. Mm, the other one is uh, that it's very uh, similar to school tests uh, that many people know, um, which is totally, totally different. Um, another we hear many times before someone checks how it looks in reality uh, is that it's not really needed as uh, you can just uh, ask a few questions uh, in given language during the interview uh, and you see if that person can communicate in given language uh, or not, uh, which is uh, also very difficult to to say like in 100% it will work as usually during the recruitment you have uh, very similar questions Uh, so candidates also know the answer they can prepare to them very well Mm, uh, also sometimes here like language audits uh, must take very long time to complete 
Um, and if, of course, it depends always on, on what do you need uh, with, with language audits. As we have, for example, recruitment audits that takes just 20 or 30 minutes to complete. Uh, but also we have much advanced audits that can take even up to three hours. Um, so um, I think those are like uh, the most common misconceptions uh, we uh, we met uh, uh, while we talk with, with our clients. And what are what are the most popular problems? What are the, what are the biggest problems and, and needs of HR that you solve with the language audits then? But um, I want you to answer that question in 60 seconds or less. Go. Uh, the first one is recruitment. So finding the best candidates. Uh, the other one is uh, giving bonuses to people who know given language uh, on a given level. Uh, the other one is training purposes, so assessing needs, checking the progress, um, checking if uh, what they pay for training is giving what they want. Uh, and I think the fourth more, most popular is finding best uh, employees for uh, international teams, presentations, uh, etc. Okay, I think that was in under 60 seconds. Good work, Inga. Uh, how is AI being used for verifying language skills? And as part of that, are there any risks when it comes to being too reliant on artificial intelligence for, for language audits? Uh, as everywhere, um, AI is uh, being used, of course. Uh, sometimes what is called as being used AI in language uh, audit, it's uh, not exactly uh, an AI, as some companies call it, like they have intelligent tests because uh, they adapt to the level of uh, person who is doing the audit, which in reality is uh, usually setting up the criteria of like you answer five out of ten questions properly, you have uh, questions from high level shown. Uh, but uh, there is big movement in uh, using AI for verifying writing and speaking skills. Mm, it is uh, very problematic as for now, as there are two options. Uh, or sometimes free to, to use the AI in such case. One is like uh, many uh, teachers uh, evaluate the same answer and then based on that you teach AI how to evaluate future answers similar to this one. But if you get something that is not similar, AI will have many problems to evaluate it uh, properly. Uh, with speaking, uh, it can be done as you have a question, someone answers to it, uh, and either you have a key uh, answers that AI will recognize. Uh, the problem is if they not, they, if AI will not be able to recognize it. And uh, the other thing is with speaking, some tests evaluate like showing the text that you have to read out loud, uh, and then it can evaluate based on the um recordings that were uh, uploaded as the proper reading of given text um but in all cases uh it can be problematic with 
uh, people that uh, has some troubles with speaking or they're nervous, uh, but they speak very well. Mm, it can be problematic with someone is uh, using not the best pronunciation, but it's still uh, the pronunciation that you can understand what someone is saying. Um, also, uh, the problem is that sometimes if you put um, requirements for each uh, level given by itself, so A1, A2, etc., uh, and then you upload that, you know, someone who knows, for example, English on B2 level should use such and such grammar structures and such and such vocabulary, uh, they can produce, product text or even uh, recordings of the answers using only advanced grammar, advanced vocabulary, but it doesn't make any sense at all. But for IE, it is like, okay, they use those structures, they use this vocabulary, um, but as for now, uh, it is not easy for IE to uh, understand if the given answer makes any sense at all. And that's why, as for now, we, uh, we're using only real people who, to evaluate um, language skills, uh, given all the um, problems that can, can happen. Uh, it is more safe right now and uh, giving more reliable uh, evaluations. Wonderful. And just finally for today, how can our listeners connect with you? So maybe that's email address, LinkedIn, wherever you hang out. And of course, how can they learn more about Scribenek Poland? They can find me on LinkedIn uh, by searching Inga Słowikowska. But I think more easy will be uh, to mail me directly uh, with inga at focusaudits.eu. And also focusaudits.eu is our uh, website for language audits. Uh, and for uh, our whole company, the page is uh, skrivanek.pl. Uh, we'll be more than happy to talk uh, with anyone about the uh, language needs also in translation and, and language training, not only uh, language audits. So feel free to, to, to reach to, out to us. Um, we are waiting. <laughs> Excellent. Well, that just leads me to say for today, Inga, my new friend, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on the show today. Thank you very much. It was lovely to, to see you again and talk with you. Thank you for having me. Tak, skazam There we go, listeners. That's my only Polish. Um, and uh, that just leaves me to say, as always, listeners, until next time, happy working. Thanks for listening to the HR Chat Show. If you enjoyed this episode, why not subscribe and listen to some of the hundreds of episodes published by HR Gazette. And remember, for what's new in the world of work, subscribe to the show, follow us on social media, and visit hrgazette.com.